I've been waiting to watch this. I've seen clips of this because it's really hard not to see clips of this. I'm really hard, like Barry was, when he got his shit sucked sideways by Larry Larold Sinclair. Not of Sinclair Broadcasting, no relation to Sinclair Broadcasting. Okay, he got sucked off and did crack cocaine. We already know it. Thank God there is a brave man by the name of Tucker Carlson who certainly isn't desperate, like insanely desperate for clout, covering the real stories that are incredibly important. And that is Bardock No Bummer is a gay man. He's a gay man who got sucked off by Duluth, Michigan. Is Duluth, I'm f***ing up. Is Duluth in Michigan? Or was it Minnesota? I don't I forgot. I'm sorry. There's something. Yeah, Minnesota, right? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to everybody from Duluth who only have Larry Sinclair to represent your beautiful city, okay? The Duluth Dyson sucked off Bardock No Bummer. In 2004, the summer of 2004, Barack Obama gave the keynote address at the Democratic Convention in Boston. And when he walked to the podium, probably only a small percentage of people in the room knew how to pronounce his name. Yeah, he walked up there like a gay man would. I'm Tucker Carlson. And today we're going to talk about Barack Obama's homosexual tendencies. I love the fact that Obama's gone 16 years in the public eye being president. And we're supposed to believe this is the first time this dirt could have been dug up on him. Yeah, it's totally legit. First of all, as I showed to you the old tapes uh, before the Tucker Carlson interview, this was known. This was like a National Enquirer style story. It was just so insanely unbelievable that zero people believed it. It's just funny because like American politics has devolved, especially on the Republican side. Like we've gotten so much dumber than we used to be that Tucker Carlson can repackage like 2007, 2008 conspiracy theories and like more people will believe it. The funny thing is there is evidence. There's evidence that that this is fake, obviously. Aside from how insane the statements were, this guy already did a lie detector test and he failed the lie detector test. He then doubled down on his fucking conspiracies and claimed that the lie detector test was failed by like uh, someone on the Obama camp. Like they paid, they paid the lie detector guys to fail him. That's what he said. There's nothing in this story. When he originally came out and revealed that he sucked Obama's cock, we watched a video two days ago before I left for Mexico. There were people in the room that were audibly laughing at him. When he first leaked the gruesome details, there were people, there were so many people in the room laughing at him that his microphone picked it up. One of the most interesting moments in the 2008 campaign occurred when a man like Obama himself, came from out of nowhere to recount his experiences with Barack Obama the man. His name was Larry Sinclair, and he told an amazing story. He said that in 1999, he had encountered Barack Obama in Illinois, had sex with Barack Obama, and then used cocaine with him. So funny, because Tucker does not believe this at all, but he has to fake believe it for the sake of this video and for the sake of his job and what his media career has become. Sinclair went on to make these claims publicly at a the National Press Club in Washington, to sign a sworn affidavit and to take a lie detector test. But he was dismissed. He was Wait, yeah, to take a lie detector test, which he failed. Why did he not mention that? You can't just fucking say somebody took a lie detector test. You can just say lie detector tests are inadmissible in court for a reason, because they suck. 
But he's not even doing that. He didn't even say like, the, oh, lie detectors are like easily, easily failed, uh, which is why, uh, you know, it's inadmissible in court. He just straight up made it seem like he passed it. I, oh my God. I, I can't tell if Tucker Carlson is not even trying or because he knows his audience is that stupid that he doesn't have to. You know what I mean? But the claims weren't absurd. We're not claiming they're true, but they were certainly credible. This was a firsthand account of Barack Obama's behavior by someone who was willing to sworn, sign a sworn affidavit to that effect. It turns out Larry Sinclair is still alive. He lives in Mexico, but today he's in our studio and we're happy to have him. Larry Sinclair, thank you so much. Thank you for inviting me. You think Larry sucked Tucker off after? Tucker got his shit sucked off as well. Uh, it was by accident. I was in the Chicago area in 99 for Lee Duke's graduation from the Naval Academy. I had hired a limousine service and had asked the driver if he knew anybody that was available that might want to show me, you know, Chicago. And he said he did. So you're just a guy who's in town for the night. And it sounds like you're looking to party, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what you're really saying. Yeah. Methika Lewinsky. Oh, my God. First of all, he's a crackhead. Get it right. And he picked me up at my hotel in Gurney and drove into Chicago, pulled up in a bar outside. And there's this guy that's introduced to me as Barack Obama. It was literally that casual that. Had you ever heard of him? No. Did the driver know him? Yep. The driver definitely knew him because the driver said that he was a friend. Interesting. What, how would the driver be friends with Barack Obama? I only found out later of uh, dealing with a reporter from Bloomberg News that apparently the limousine company had been doing business with Tony Resco. Oh. That at the time was somehow affiliated was with Barack Obama's Obama. Orbit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. So he knew Barack Obama. And in his view, Barack Obama liked the same kind of partying you were looking for. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So sex and drugs, in other words. <laughs> Dude, come on. This is so good. It's so funny because obviously like, oh no, Barack Obama's future in politics surely is not looking too good, right? Like this is already so late. It's so 2000 and late, especially because it was tried in 2008 and it didn't work back then the fact that tucker carlson a man that used to like actually bully politicians on national television who the republican party's like top politicos were genuinely terrified of is now reduced himself to interviewing crackheads who claim that they sucked obama's cock in 1999 when Barack Obama is, is long gone, like he's not the president anymore. He's never going to run for president. It's done. It's over. And he's doing this on X videos. Now, let me explain something to you. This is yet another Hasanabi lock moment. Okay. I told you motherfuckers that as soon as he was off the platform, as soon as he was off Fox News, that this dude is done. He is going to keep debasing himself further and further. And it doesn't matter. He's falling and he's trying to grab onto whatever fucking rope or ladder he can grab onto on the way down. And each individual video that he comes out with is only furthering his demise. Because ultimately, and I told you guys this, he's now going up against the Ben Shapiro's and the Steven Crowder's of the world. And those guys have entire 
YouTube media franchises, and they know what to do. They know how to operate in this space. And even then, they never had Tucker Carlson's traditional media power. Musk's Twitter on this? Oh, damn. Even, even Elon Musk is shitting on him? Oh, no. That's crazy. But like I said, when I brought up the fact that I could do something to wake up, he immediately knew what I was referring to, uh, had made it clear that I was looking for coke, and I really was, and had made the suggestion that he knew where we could get it, and we left to go get it. I had no idea that he was a representative in the Illinois House. I had no idea he was in politics. I just knew that he was supposedly married and at- Come on, Larry. Tell us the cock. What kind of cock was he working with, man? Are we talking girthy? Is it one of them fucking short but stout ones? You know what I mean? Like, I don't care. I don't care about what, like, you and Barack Obama talked about. Is it veiny? Give us the fucking cock specs, man. Seven minutes and 20 seconds in, and I have heard very little about Obama's penis. Okay, does it lean left? Does it lean right? What are we working with? Is he a grower? Is he a shower? Exactly. At the time, was going through some, some issues with the marriage. He said that? That was made clear. Yeah. Huh. So he didn't tell you he was a politician, but he told you he was having trouble in his marriage? I believe it. I want to believe it, so I'm going to keep believing it. I start putting a line on a CD tray to snort. Uh, and you're, you're in, in the, the limo. limo? Yep. Driving or parked? No, the driver's driving. Yep. And I just happened to notice that he pulls something else out of his pocket. And next thing I know, he's got a little pipe and he's smoking. So He's such a nice guy that he bought him uh, cocaine and he brought his own crack, which I always thought was interesting in, part, in, in this story, is that he brought his own crack. That's, that's cool. Like He's like, don't worry about it. If you like your cocaine, you can keep it. I got crack cocaine in my pocket. That's, it's, it's cool. Like It's cool. He's like a nice guy. He's like, oh, I'm... Not a big fan of cocaine and pussy too. <laughs> so as I'm doing a line, I just start. This is the part where you, you know, you kind of make your move to, to see where things are going. So I just started rubbing my hand along his thigh to see where it was going. And it went the direction I had intended it to go. So the night became somewhat active sexually and drug wise in the limo. Um, so you hit on him. Did he seem shocked by that? <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. I mean, if you're smoking crack with a stranger in the back of a limo, like, you got to imagine things are, might go crazy places. <laughs> it's a given, right? You know, because all of the, every part of the story is obviously true. Tucker doesn't even look like he believes any of this. Look at Tucker's face right in this very moment, dude. That's the death of a media career right there. Irreversible damage. He gave bro the Obamacare. Yes, dude. Yes, he did. I look at it this way. I, look, I've done a lot of crazy things in my lifetime. I'm a pretty good judge of character, and I pretty much know <laughs> whether or not I can move in a certain direction with an individual. He's, like, he's saying he could read the vibes. Tucker's like, uh, you didn't get informed consent? That's kind of weird. And he's like, don't worry. The consent was implied. I'm good at reading, picking up vibes. I was going in the wrong direction. I just wasn't so sure how much I could trust the individual right. at, at first. Um, and that was probably one of my bigger concerns. But the fact that I was already becoming somewhat buzzed, eh, you kind of throw caution to the wind. You weren't sure you could trust the individual. What does that mean? He, 
When you meet someone out of the blue and you go to a level that you're doing drugs with or you Brother, at this point, let me explain something to you guys about Larry Sinclair that Tucker Carlson surprisingly did not mention, which Larry Sinclair did back in 2008 when he first came out and did this press conference. The press conference that Larry Sinclair uh, did in 2008 where he talked about having gay sex with Barack Obama and doing crack was approximately 20 minutes long. The first 10 minutes of said press conference was his entire rap sheet that he voluntarily delivered for no reason whatsoever. I don't know why. At this point, when he's like, oh, I don't know if I could have trusted this man. What he's saying, the man, the man who's saying this is, has been in prison like eight times for uh, possession, intent to distribute like crack cocaine. He was a con man. He went by like three different names. He had active warrants in states. Like, like the notion that this guy was like, oh yeah, Barack Obama on the other hand didn't seem like a trustworthy individual is pretty funny. It wasn't, it definitely wasn't Barack's first time. Uh, that much I'm, I'm absolutely certain of. And I would almost be willing to bet you it wasn't his last. So, um, so you performed oral sex on Barack I did. Obama. You did. In, in the drivers up front? Yep. Bro, come on, Tucker. It's journalistic malpractice. And not ask what his dick looks like, brother. What is happening? We're all in it for the same thing. We want to know how big his wee-wee was. Get to the fucking point, dude. God damn. <laughs> Someone in the chat literally said, is this real? <laughs> or AI? <laughs> real man it's very real is it truthful no <laughs> but barack actually made the drive out to gurney which is a suburb outside of chicago um to the hotel for me to be dropped off what hotel was it it was the comfort inn in gurney Ooh, that sounds depressing it, well you have to remember it was 99 <laughs> yeah, no, it was a comfort inn Ooh, sounds depressing not after i sucked obama's dick sideways dude sucked the soul out of this man sucked the skin off of his cock. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the next day was somewhat interesting because he ends up showing up at my hotel room, which I thought was what? Weird. Wait, I didn't know about this part. What? He came back for round two. Barack Obama came back for seconds. Let's go. He wanted some more. Mm -hmm. He so wanted when you say some he more. Up, he just he showed up. I mean, oh, I he... had no warning. I was in the room, there's a knock on the door. Bussy I open too. the door and he's standing there. And he's standing there with more coke and he comes in and it was just like a quick, you know, rehash or rerun from the night before. Exact same program. Bro, he's literally, dude, I can't quit you yet. I can't quit you. You're way better than my husband, wife, Mike Obama. That's what he said. Uh, what a fantasy, dude. Listen, listen, guys, guys, we, we were saying that the time and place was wrong in 2008 because people weren't as stupid as they are now. But perhaps this is a sign of progress that a, a gay geriatric man can write Wattpad fanfics about how they wanted to suck and fuck the president of the United States of America. I'm just saying back then we were not receptive because we did not care about the fantasies of this person. Now, at least, we're like, oh, isn't that wonderful? Good job. So Barack Obama smokes crack, and then you perform yep. sex on him. You know when people are 
doing things because they actually really enjoy it or they're sincere or they're looking, you know, for yeah. a connection or they're doing something because they're looking for an in or they're looking for a hook or it's a game. Yeah. Uh, so for me, I felt that it was a game for him. It, it was like, okay, what am I going to get out of it? Or is there something I can get out of it other than just, you know, the sexual part? And did you have any idea, even though you had sex with him twice, you did cocaine with him, watched him smoke crack twice, you had no idea who he was? I had no idea who he was until I'm sitting in my house in Tequala, Nagate, Mexico in 2004, and he walked on that stage in Boston in the DNC convention and I literally hit the floor I just hit the floor and was wait so you're watching the democratic convention from Mexico I was and laughing. the guy that smoked crack in your comfort in with you I was laughing so hard and you were sure it was him I was absolutely positive did he call himself Barack or Barry Barack Barack. And that's why at first when everybody was referring to him as Barry, I just didn't understand or, or, or catch on. Because like I said, I didn't know that much about him other than the fact that, hey. He didn't know that much about him except, you know, apparently he sucked his cock twice. Wait, did Austin have to go to Mexico to find this guy? Yes. But not just find him, but really to find love, actually. Not just to find him, but to find love. If this man suck off Barack Obama after Barack Obama had done crack cocaine back of a limousine and suck him to completion with his gummy shit. I thought maybe I'd give it a fucking spin myself. That's right. That's why I'm in Mexico. That's journalism, baby. So you're sitting there in Mexico watching this and you think, that's the guy I had sex with who smoked crack it with me. Yep. And what do you think? Like I said, I just started cracking up. I freaked out. I had even pointed out to some friends of mine that were at the house that night, and I told them, I said, you're not going to believe this. I said, I blew this guy twice. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to believe this. Yeah, they were like, sure, Larry. Sure. What did you do? You said you reached out to the campaign? Well, I didn't do anything in 2004, but when he announced his run for 2008, I did reach out to the campaign in late 2007 because I had seen a lot of these college. The most believable part about this is that my man Larry Sinclair is sitting in Mexico watching the 2004, like what, DNC speech on live television in Mexico with his gay friends in Mexico, okay? Like randomly, he was just watching. That That was his content. No, he, he saw him first in 2004. That's what he's saying. And not what he said, did I misunderstand that? He didn't say anything back then, but when he ran for president, that's when he actually said something. 1999 is when he sucked him. First time he saw him, he claims he was watching the DNC speech in fucking Mexico. Didn't know who Obama was, and he was shocked. He sucked him in 99, and then he saw him on television when he was sitting in Mexico uh, in, in uh, uh, you know, in a house with his friends because they loved doing watch parties in 04 for the DNC. They, they had a DNC watch party. You know, the constant back and forth. One minute is, yes, I did cocaine when I was younger, or no, I never did cocaine, but I smoked weed. So I just simply pointed out that all I was asking was, look, why don't you just simply come out and say, I did coke and I've done it as recently as 1999. You know, just tell the truth. 
put it out there and be honest and let it stay as the truth rather than this this is what's fucked up my man if what you said is true why are you fucking it up like what do you mean oh come out and tell the world that like i sucked your dick get the fuck out of here come out and tell the world that you did crack and then i sucked your cock what do you mean dude now obviously as much as i joke there is one thing i i will uh tell you as it in all sincerity, I'm going to be serious for a brief moment in this, like, very deeply unserious story. I tell you this much. Barack Obama is the type of dude who had presidential aspirations from the jump. Two things. If you think, one, that old Barry boy would not have had enough riz to get some primo top shelf dick and pussy and bussy, I don't know what to tell you. And if you think he, as a person who was already in politics at this point in 1999, would fucking cast his presidential aspirations aside to do some crack with a toothless crackhead in the back of a limousine, you are the type of dude who will buy Iraqi dinars, okay? You are 100% the type of dude who will buy colloidal silver, which of course happens to be a big chunk of the Fox News audience, so they might believe the, th the shit that Larry is saying. Andrew Gillum did it though? Yes, except Andrew Gillum wasn't married to a woman at that point, I don't think. And Andrew Gillum apparently wasn't going to become Barack Obama anyway. Also, once again, Andrew Gillum didn't fuck a toothless crackhead. He fucked a super sexy gay porn star. He was caught in Fountain Blue, not in the back of a fucking limo, in Gurney, okay? He was in the Fountain Blue with a gay porn star doing meth. That's a little bit different. You're, you're forgetting what I'm saying. Why the fuck would Barack Obama fuck this toothless crackhead? I choose to believe gay men. Well, you're at the wrong place because I never believe gay men, okay? As you guys know, this is a, a <coughs> LGBT enemy community. I haven't said that in a while, so maybe some of y'all forgot. Who did you reach out to? Do you remember? I reached out to actually David Axelrod's office in Chicago. I'm trying to remember the letters because it was actually three letters. And did you say I had sex with Barack Obama? <laughs> this is the interesting part. My first contact with the campaign never mentioned the sex whatsoever. This is such a funny story because like, like there is not even an ounce of credibility in any aspect of this. And it's also Quite ironic that the Tucker Carlson's of the world, who normally be like, uh, making up false accusations about having sex with someone is completely ridiculous. What is this? Toothless suction? Extract throat goat Larry Sinclair in Mexico? Okay, dude. What the fuck are you doing? Why did you do this? Why did you work so hard on this? Um, was it your impression? And of course, you wouldn't, strictly speaking, no. But was it your impression that this was the first time you'd ever smoked crack? No. First of all, you don't buy crack, get in a limo, and have a pipe in your pocket if it's the first time you smoke crack. Yeah. You just mm. don't. That makes sense. If you believe any of this, I feel so bad for your decaying brain. I don't. I think those guys are having much more fun than we are. Think about it. There's not a single thought in that mind. There is not a single thought in that mind. Everything is fun, unique, and entertaining. You believe the most insane shit. Life is so different for you. It's like the difference between the way we analyze color and the way, like, dogs analyze color. You know what I mean? Like, they're operating on a different playing field entirely, these people.
that man can't process mental stimulation. I mean, I don't know about that man, but the people that believe this guy 100% live very fun lives because they're they're just completely insane. Like they're just completely and utterly insane. Donald Young, this man Donald Young called you and told you that he knew you'd had sex with Barack Obama. That was the contact in late 2007 Anomalous that, that originally came under the guise that they were the they were part of the Obama campaign. So who was Donald Young? Donald Young was a choir director and a school teacher. He was a choir director at Jeremiah Wright's church in Chicago, the same church that Barack Obama went to. Uh, he was also a very openly gay black yes. man. I had not even realized that the person who was communicating with me had been killed until a good two months after. So uh, I'm, I'm going to get to that. So Donald Young is the choir director at Jeremiah Wright's church. Yes. And is it publicly confirmed that he knew Barack Obama? Oh, yes. Yes. Donald Young's own mother has repeatedly said that she feels that her son died to protect Barack Obama. It's just interesting that Donald Young would have called you. He's not working directly for the campaign that we know of. Exactly. But somehow he has a copy of your letter. It sounds like maybe Donald Young was on cleanup duty. Somehow he has my phone number. Exactly. What? What, what is going on? What? Why would someone from Barack Obama's church, which he immediately cut ties with because he's a pussy and a coward, and the only reason why he was involved with Jeremiah Rice's church to begin with was so that he could uh, have a leg up in Chicago politics. Why would that guy be the guy on cleanup duty? Why wouldn't he just hire like an actual fucking PI? If this dude was even remotely credible, Hillary Clinton would have pounced on this and ran gay Muslim Arab attack ads in 2008 from sunup to sundown. Like, you know, 2008 Hillary Clinton wished this story was true. Yeah, that's another reason why this is definitely fucking fake. Because if it was real, Hillary Clinton would have been like, Barack Obama was sucking dick and doing crack cocaine, okay? Her campaign is the reason why the Barack Obama's of Muslim narratives were first aired to begin with. Like the whole Barack Obama wearing a turban. Like that was, that was her campaign that leaked that shit. You were just annoyed that Obama was talking about cocaine and lying about it. I was extremely annoyed. But the sex part had nothing to do with it. No. Then Donald Young, who you don't know, never heard of, calls up and says, by the way, I know you had sex with Barack Obama. I did too. Yep. Pretty much. <laughs> People who are not political love watching DNC speeches. Like, they always have DNC speeches on TV. Like, in, even in Mexico, they have satellite TV so they, just so they can watch it. I don't know why I'm just so hyper-focused on this insane one, like, super stupid detail. It's just because every part of this is so dumb. Like, yeah, Obama was letting the whole town hit. He was letting the whole town hit. He was fucking and sucking Everyone in Chicago knew it. He had a hungry mouth, okay? He was being a little slut. You know, in 2008, I made it clear that Obama was having marital problems in 99, and everybody uh, in the world said that I was crazy, didn't know what I was talking about. And yet, what was it, six months ago, Barack Obama comes out and tells the world that exactly what I said was the truth. In 1999, he and Michelle came very close to divorce. 15 years later, what I say is the truth, but 15 years earlier, I'm a liar and a fraud. First of all, the part about Obama's marriage, you know, being in rocky waters or whatever, that part is not even remotely interesting. And also, I don't think Larry Sinclair mentioned that back in 2008. He added that recently after he probably came out and said it. 
classically you have to have gay sex when your wife is mad at you no his wife is mad because he wasn't having sex with her or uh, uh, michael him whatever that's another classic trope that like for those of you who don't know because you're zoomers uh republicans ran with whole uh ran with the whole like michelle obama is uh michelle obama is a man and that uh her name is actually michael which now that i think about it is like the first transvestigation i guess so they were kind of cutting edge on that front and they still kind of do that they still say it all the time and it's it's actually just that back then it was more racist like the the classic like oh she's a black woman she's actually a man uh type shit is is it your sense that that's who obama is just transactional or that he's bisexual or like what is this no my feeling that barack obama is probably he's definitely bi um i think uh -huh. there is a lot of transactional by visibility we're doing by visibility whenever there's by visibility in this community it is always for the worst reasons man it's always the worst okay <laughs> it's like kirsten cinema or fucking barack obama Donald Young calls you, you actually end up, sounds like you kind of like and trust Donald Young. I did. Um, did he say how long he'd had a relationship with him? He had just said that they had been intimate for years. Intimate for years. And what happened to Donald Young? Donald Young was shot dead in his apartment, second floor in Chicago, Illinois. I think it was December 23rd of 2007. According to the police report and the death certificate, multiple gunshot wounds, uh, close range. No forced entry, second floor apartment, yet not a single resident in the building heard a single shot, but yet they can hear every shot that's fired in the street outside. Wait, so what, like, what's the argument? Barack Obama did it, and he did it with, like, a new type of gun that only bisexual uh, presidential candidates have access to? Like, what, like, what's he trying to say here? Jeremiah Wright announces that Donald Young's dead earlier that morning. Even before it was announced, he, even before he was declared dead. Wait, what? No, that is definitely not what, what? <laughs> Dude, I love conspiracies because they always go so hard. They always go so fucking hard. Like you could have just kept it at the other shit, which he probably is lying about as well. But no, you got to go the distance every time, every fucking time. It's like, and actually... Uh, and then, uh, you know, everybody in the building also had what they now know as Havana syndrome. Yeah, that's right. Uh, before we didn't know back then what was going on, but everyone had diarrhea for a week. Well, this was a guy who was clearly going to be the next leader of, of the world. You know, people kill each other over insurance claims, over bar fights. There's a lot at stake here. I, mm -hmm. I have no knowledge of this. I'm not alleging yeah. uh, a murder by the Obama campaign or its allies, but it it's not a crazy thing to wonder, obviously. No, and the only thing I, after I realized what had happened with Donald Young, the only thing I had ever asked was the same thing that I had done. And I said, you know, if you want to accuse me of being crazy, you know, release your phone records. Turn over your phone records from your phone in 99. Turn over your phone records for the last year. I mean, it's that easy. If you've got nothing to hide, it's not like they're going to be made public. Turn them over to authorities. Let them investigate. Let them look. Wait, what? Bro, why would anybody voluntarily do that? Because some insane person who he's never met is saying that he struck your dick. Like, why would anybody do that? What a ridiculous fucking take. I figured if you're going to call him out, 
you can't call them out on part of it. And, and people said, well, why didn't you just talk about the drug use and leave the sex out? And I said, because if I said he just used drugs and then you found out later it was drugs and sex, you would accuse me of lying because I didn't mention the sex. What? Brother, Larry, if people actually found out that you guys fucked and did drugs together, you would be hailed as a hero for revealing that you just the other part, even even the crack part. Like the crack part's the part that's wilder than the fucking gay sex part. <laughs> this is crackhead logic, yeah. And so you made a YouTube video. By the way, I look I looked for it last night. I couldn't find it. That's because YouTube gave access to my account to someone shortly after uh, the polygraph test. And I was never given access back to it before the video was actually deleted. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh yeah, YouTube gave access to the account and the video was deleted. Microsoft gave access to my Hotmail account and all of my emails were circulating the internet and vacation replies were set up on my email telling people that I was busy uh, giving blowjobs and would get back with them when I was done and oh yeah. Man, they wanted Obama to be president. Yep, and they wanted me to be the biggest fraud and nutcase. Brother, you went to jail for fraud before you came out and lied about sucking Obama's dick. You literally went to jail for, like, check fraud, right? What are you saying? <laughs> like, ah, oh, everyone, they really tarnished my reputation as a crackhead con man fraudster. It seemed like nobody in the media wanted to follow up with you. And some people, like Ben Smith at Politico, who's a liar and a shill posing as a journalist, I, I reread the piece last night that he wrote saying, oh, it's ridiculous. Right off the, the first graph, it's ridiculous, these claims. Of course it's ridiculous, yeah, because it is, man. I don't get it. I got to look at the fucking comments, dude. I'm actually worried for Tucker. Who knows what these people might do? This man's nonverbal cues are on point. He isn't lying. I was full of doubts about this guy's claims. By the end of the interview, the guy came across pretty credible. Didn't Tucker genuinely believe this? No, of course he doesn't believe it, dude. What are you kidding me? How narcissistic must you be to think that everyone's out to get you? I don't think it's narcissism that has caused this man to think that they're gang stalking him. This is uh, one of the few unique instances where it's not narcissism. It's a different kind of mental illness and crack, most likely. Ben Smith, you know, I hear people talking about grifters. Ben Smith to me is a grifter. Ben Smith wrote an article um, saying that I had a 27 year criminal, criminal history, career criminal. And the funny thing is, is if you look my criminal history up, which I've published myself and provided from day one. Uh, my criminal history goes from 1980 to 1986. And everything I've ever done, I've owned it. I've never wasted taxpayer money. And any sentence I've ever been given, I've served. Bro, wait, what? My name is Larry Sinclair. I'm a former recreational drug user, drug trafficker, and I'm a convicted felon for crimes of forgery, bad checks, and theft by check. But I'm also an American citizen. I love this country, and I cannot stay silent regarding Barack Obama, knowing what I know. My background, I'm 46 years old, and I currently reside in Duluth, Minnesota. I am a US citizen. I've made mistakes in my lifetime. I have been convicted and served prison sentences for writing bad checks, forging checks, using stolen credit card numbers in Arizona, Florida, and Colorado. 
These events occurred over 20 years ago, between 1980 and 1986. After going public on the Internet with these claims against Senator Obama, earlier this year I became aware of a warrant out of Florida dated from 1986, which I have resolved, and it has now been dismissed. I also have an active Colorado-only warrant for alleged theft and forgery. Bro, he literally spends the next, like, this is, this is the guy. He had like multiple active warrants out for his arrest in 2007. He's like, oh yeah, I've only done crimes in, in 1990, uh, in 1983 to 1986, which by the way, here he says 1980 to 1986. No, I don't think he stopped doing crimes since the 1980s. He's just like a scammer. He lived and worked under three different legal names. Yeah, that's the other part. He's like changed his names multiple times. Uh, demon rats are trying to distract the people with this ignoring the fact that the average working class American has warrants out for their arrest and multiple felonies in their name in multiple names that they've changed legally. There's no le legitimate factual reason to interview a con artist and crackhead who's making these absurd claims. I'm not a fan of this. I wasn't a fan of it when they did it to Brett Kavanaugh. I'm not a fan of it now. Brother, the Brett Kavanaugh situation and this is not comparable. What the fuck? Oh my God. That is such an, yo, Republicans are so insane, dog. Wait, there's a but. Oh my God, he said but. I didn't even realize because he was, oh God, what, what is he, but, okay. I applaud Tucker Carlson for doing it. You know why? Welcome to the tit for tat world of politics. So to clarify. Oh, oh, you made me do it. Got it. Oh, look what you made me do. Oh, this thing that I consider to be horrific and monstrous and awful. We got to do it because you made us do it, you know, because we're weak. We're weak-minded zero backbone individuals look what you made me do fine there's a political reason to do this to attack the democrats i guess to make them look like degenerates to strike at the credibility of the obamas maybe absolutely zero people give a fuck about this if anything it literally destroys what semblance of credibility that republicans had within the republican party uh base of support i always imagine like uh like a guy who owns like a catering company or something you know what i mean some Republican guy. He's like, he owns a catering company and he's like, he's like a Republican. He, he loves Ronald Reagan. You know what I mean? He voted for Donald Trump. And now he's just like sitting there and he's like watching, trying to find the Tucker Carlson interview. And he's just watching Tucker Carlson talk to this fucking crackhead con man. And he's like, what the fuck's going on with this party? You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Liberals are out of control. I don't like how, uh, you know, I don't like all this gay shit. I don't like all the stuff that's going on. I love deregulation. I love tax breaks. But what the fuck are these guys doing? I don't give a shit. Barack Obama is not running for president. I don't know if this gambit is going to pay off in the way that Republicans want it to pay off for them. I don't know if they think that imaginary smart Republican sounds dope. No, it's not. First of all, some of these Republicans that I make up, I'm not making up. That's number one. Number two. There are plenty of people who are racist, plenty of people who love deregulation, plenty of people who love watching Fox News, who still find it odd when you go the distance and just like kind of turn the other cheek a little bit. And we see this in the way that uh, in the way that it plays out in elections. We see the way that these guys literally fucking go out and vote. They either turn the other cheek and like try to look away and still vote for the Republican Party or they just don't vote at all. They like tap out. They're like, yeah, fuck this. I'm not interested. It's not going to turn them into Democrats, but it will turn them into non-voters because then they're like, oh God, this is gross. Like, what the fuck is going on? These guys are so nutty. 
you are actively building a QAnon contingency in your party at the cost of alienating other moderate voters, more moderate voters who are definitely interested in voting for the Republican Party, definitely racist, definitely homophobic, definitely sexist, right? But this shit's gross. They don't want to be associated with the freaks. There are so many Americans who just don't want to be associated with the freaks. They don't give a fuck about moderates. I wouldn't even necessarily say they're moderates. I just think they're, because moderate is not the right term for what I'm talking about. It's the political term for what I'm talking about, but I don't think these guys are actually fucking moderates at all. I think they're normal. Like they find it gross to like fucking uh, say that like a, like a rape victim, a 13 year old girl needs to get an abortion. You know, I mean, uh, not needs to get an abortion, sorry, needs to have to carry that pregnancy to term by law. Like conservative, normal people who are still absolutely racist, absolutely sexist, homophobic, whatever, still will look at that and go, that's fucking nuts, dog. I don't know if I agree with that. Do you see what I mean? It's not going to change the way they vote. Yes, but it usually does have the capacity to stop them from voting. That's what you're, that's what you don't understand. So while you're pushing, while you're pushing for an active base, uh, looking for a new constituency that you're building in the form of like QAnon, just like you did with the evangelical Protestants, you end up alienating a lot of suburban voters who are like, I don't know, I feel like it's a little too far for me. As long as they don't do this shit, if they just did everything that Trump was doing and didn't constantly fucking cry endlessly about like how Trump lost, for example, and how the election was stolen from him, if Trump shut the fuck up about losing the election or having the election be stolen from him, a lot of those people would have still stayed on board. The, the single issues that will carry them to the polls is never going to be they're mutilating teenagers and, and cutting their genitals. Because at that point, you're lost in your own sauce. Just like there is no appetite in the Democratic Party's base of support for permanent first world genocide. Can you imagine someone just like running around unwashed because they think showers are an unjustifiable hierarchy simultaneously telling every fucking like small business owner that they need to be killed because this is the republican equivalent of that the democratic party i don't expect them to ever hug and kiss those people anyway because they're not like a viable constituency of voters anyway they're fucking they never vote but the reality is it's no different than like if the democratic party turned around and and, and basically cut propaganda and videos and like endlessly talked to that base of support as though and messaged uh tailored their messaging around that base of support because that's what the trans shit looks like for a lot of people it comes across as gross and weird and crazy the democrats the left and the media in this country entertained the most psychotic lies you could imagine about brett kavanaugh tucker carlson is simply engaging in the exact same behavior I can't believe they're destroying Barack Obama's chances of becoming a Supreme Court justice, which, by the way, Brett Kavanaugh still is, so it didn't even work if that was the case. So The more I see stuff like this, the more I see the Hunter Biden shit, the more I can't help but admit, and people are going to yell at me a lot for this, that Joe Brandon is kind of the Teflon Don. Like, his goofy, geriatric ass literally is so boring. Not to a fault, but, like, literally... It's like weaponized boringness. Like they can't pick at anything. They literally cannot pick at a single fucking thing with Joe Brandon. He's so fucking boring that like none of that shit moves the needle.
So they have to like say, oh, well, Obama's still running the, uh, you know, government and Obama is gay and did crack. Hillary Clinton, uh, remember Hillary Clinton? Lock her up. Come on, guys. Uh, Hunter Biden, uh, uh, Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden. Let's let's pro let's throw him in jail because he did bad things. And maybe we can throw Joe Biden in jail. And it's like they just cannot turn him into a villain. Now, of course, Joe Biden also has his faults because as much as he is uh, a boring old white guy, a lot of other boring old white men love his shit. And he has made a tremendous amount of gains for white men. Every other demographic, however, he has lost. He's underperforming by wide-ass margins in comparison to Hillary Clinton, in comparison to any other prior, uh, uh, you know, recent Democratic Party uh, presidential hopeful. So that's another thing to consider. That's actually becoming a big problem for him, I believe, will be the biggest problem for him in this election cycle. Joe Brandon is doing great for uh, white people. He's doing great for the older white male category, much better than previous, uh, previous uh, Democrats. However, he's doing really fucking poorly in comparison to previous Democrats with uh, every other demographic. That I felt that Barack Obama being elected was going to push race, race relations in this country backwards 50 years. I am absolutely positive I was. <laughs> yes, I, well, I think you've been, you've been vindicated on that. <laughs> because race relations in this country has not only gotten pushed back, but everything's about race now. Everything. Everything is about victimization now. He's like, when I sucked Barack Obama's cock in 1999, there was no racism in the world. I didn't see him as a black man. I saw him as a crackhead whose dick I wanted to suck. Now, though, nowadays, things are very different. I know when someone plays when it comes to acting like they're one way and then in reality, they're the biggest racists or bigots alive on both sides. I knew because he was saying one thing in the campaign and then if people started to actually listen to what he was saying. I love thinking that Barack Obama hates white people who said originally in Ferguson that Black Lives Matter protesters were behaving like thugs. That Barack Obama hates white people. I just, I don't even know how I can have a conversation with a human being who thinks that Barack Fucking Obama hates white people. First of all, he's half white. So there's that aspect of it. But I don't even want to get into that because then there's like, maybe maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe, I mean, because it, it kind of doesn't matter. He's still, uh, he's still seen black, right? I'm simply stating, just look at what Barack Obama, how he presents himself, what he has said, and what he has done. And you will understand that this is not a man who, who hates white people at all. Larry Sinclair, I'm really grateful that you came. I wish I had interviewed you in 2008. I don't think anyone would have run the interview. <laughs> but um, anyway, thank you. You're welcome. Very thank much. you. Great to meet you. You too. Incredible, dude. I'm glad he came. And let me tell you, I came too. Okay? I came, I saw, and I fucking conquered. This is probably one of the best gaming streams that we've ever conducted. Mom, I'm gaming with T-Pain. <laughs> one enemy remains. Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> Bitch! Wait, what is that? I pulled out a bunch of knives. Oh! It's the Oppie way! My whole life, I've been told if I can shoot and move. 
My whole life, I've been told shoot and move. And now you're telling me, don't move. I need to, I need to explore the, 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 the heroes. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. you don't, you don't, <laughs> you, you don't need to, you don't need to do this. You, you right now, you're in the in the sweet spot where you're like, oh, this game is fun. Like I'm killing people. I'm confused as to what's going on. And then it's so much darkness. Reloading. Rocket coming. Wait, did they teleport away? What in the was that? What was that? This is fun. I like this. I like this uh, gameplay.